We're borrowing non-hokey equipment this time around, aren't this we? This is good. Yeah. Hi, I'm George Techmanchev here with Steve the... Headset at Big Cat. Anderson. And we're at the Vegas shoot. And that's, uh, and that's all we have to say about that. Yeah. Brady Ellison. Holy wow. smokes. What the heck? No, not what the heck. Are you surprised? No. Nah. And I'll tell you why. Just for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, Brady Ellison cleaned it yesterday, cleaned it today, did it with a recurve, putting himself in contention for $10,000 yesterday and again today. As we speak, it's about an hour away from when he's going to shoot for $10,000 again against everybody shooting a compound bow. Mm -hmm. Brady is shooting a recurve bow. Pretty frickin'. Yeah, I don't think people probably know. So if you shoot a 300 on the first two days at Vegas yeah. each day, right? yeah. so if I shoot a 300 on day one at Vegas, that afternoon I get to go shoot for $10,000. $10, yeah. And it's basically like a lucky dog shoot-off. Have, have you heard the announcer say that? $10,000. Sounds like the guy from the Maverick commercials. $10,000. I like Maverick. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Adventure, what, what is it? Adventure's what? first stop. Yeah, Adventure's, we're giving them that free Adventure's press. first stop. Stop by Maverick. Get your Subway sandwiches. No, they don't have Subways. No, well, they got, well, you know. They do their own stuff. Okay, but I didn't mean Subway like the chain. They're called Subway sandwiches <laughs> in New York. <laughs> Anyhow, it's yes. It's called a sub. So, Brady goes to the uh, $10,000 shoot-off. Yeah. And, uh, How are those chips treating you? They're great. Uh-huh. And it's like a lucky dog shoot-off, right? Right. You've got to shoot an X first and then an inside-out X. Correct. So, you know, here's the deal. Here's the problem with that. It's cold. You get up there in no, no warm practice. Up. No warm-up at all, and that's hard with a recurve, especially because they're making you move around that arena. Brady zeroed his bow with a certain lighting, and with a recurve with no rear peep, you know, you're looking at that string, and you're standing in a different part of the arena. The lighting's a little different. Now, the mm. lighting here is a lot better than it used to be. Mm. It's really quite good, but it's still difficult. So I never Brady, thought about that. Yeah, so Brady got the big 10, but not the little 10 when he shot right. yesterday. Today, um, he had a compound shooter walk up to him and say to him, Brady, if you shoot a 900 before I do, I'm just going to hang it up. Brady turns to him and says, well, you've had a good career. <laughs> oh, I'd be interested to know who that was. No one has ever shot a 900 with a recurve bow. No one's uh, ever shot two 300s in a No one has ever shot Vegas. two 300s in a Vegas event with a recurve bow. If it had been done under world archery rules, it would have been a new world record. Right. For world archery. But the distance is wrong, the target is wrong, and the height of the target is wrong. And also the number of arrows you shoot per day is wrong for it to count for world archery. But It's an effective, I mean, he did it. It is. It's a de facto new world record. It won't, yeah, it'll never but be a world record. It won't but be counted by world archery that yeah. way, but for those of us who follow <clears throat> such things and care about such things, it's a world record. We know. We, we do know, and we appreciate the fact that, you know, the boy is doing really well right now. You know, about There's also a lot to be said about shooting Vegas. I mean, for recurve, it's much the same as shooting. I guess it doesn't. Uh, never mind. Forget what I'm saying. Oh, I, I'll I was going to say, say it's I, a I much different I, feeling. It's really not, though. I, I've shot Vegas at a reasonably high level with a recurve in the past, and you know, I podiumed. And um, looking at this from that point of view, I actually feel more pressure shooting Vegas mm. than I did shooting, say, Arizona Cup or... Heck, even yeah. World Games. Because your qualification round is less critical there. Well, but 
the other thing is you're in really close proximity to other shooters. You got a lot of people that you that you respect watching you sometimes when when you're shooting. You put the pressure on yourself, of course, or I did back in the day, and you find yourself just feeling pressure. It's Vegas is a unique thing. You can come to Vegas and you can have fun, but it can be work for somebody at your level, Steve. It's hard. It's not fun, right? I don't think I have fun in archery very often, but there's a there's a sense of accomplishment. Sure, sure. You shot well today, by the way. No, not today. Oh, sorry. You shot well yesterday. Yeah. Excuse me. Sorry. It's all for nothing. Well, you shot really well yesterday, though. Yeah, thanks. And you could be the lucky dog. You never know. Everyone says that as, like, their consolation to yes, you. I, I think know. they don't know what else to say. They're like, they, Instead of saying, like, oh, man, that sucks. Your whole weekend is done and ruined. They say, well, you still got the lucky dog. And you're like, oh, you know man. What? You know what? I don't. I don't. I will try to be the lucky dog. I don't ever want to be the lucky dog. Hey, you know, Steve, that sucks. I hope your weekend's not ruined. It is. It's a terrible, horrible, awful weekend. Linda's doing all right? Yeah, she's in, like, seventh right now. So there's, uh, you know, we're at day two of Vegas. There's uh, one girl clean, Paige Pierce. Oh, yeah. And then there's a bunch of them at one down. Linda's in that pack. Yeah. Pretty impressive, though. You yeah. Know, you've got a, a number of people who don't, understand how hard it is to do what Brady's done you know I, I think we've really got to look at this as the world record in WA is 60 hours that are 60 arrows that are shot in one day with a certain amount of rhythm under the same lighting conditions with a target that is at a normal height and that record is a 599 mm -hmm. and Brady set that record Brady shooting by the way the new Easton RX7 arrows Shooting 25-12s, actually, today. Oh, he changed. Yeah, he shot those in. He shot the RX-7s to win Neem. Mm. But at Lancaster and here, he shot 25-12s. Wow. Well, that's because he can. Yes, here you can. This but is he's going to have to switch back to a 23-sized arrow uh, for tonight for, tonight for yep. the World Series final, the World Archery Series final, which has a number of very good shooters and we will have a follow-up podcast to talk about the outcome from that. But uh, we just wanted to uh, kind of share some of what we're seeing here at the Vegas shoot. So for perspective, yeah, in the championship open men, right. there's 35 shooters that have a 600. This year. Yeah, out of 270-ish. Yes. We have previous year's stats over there, right? Uh, no, I don't. There is one female in championship with a 600, so we're at 36 people now. Yeah. There are no senior pros. And in flights, compound flights, uh, there's a five guys. Do you think if you're in compound flights and you clean it, do you think you should be allowed to pay the difference and enter the big show or not? Absolutely not. You didn't even play the same game. Agreed. Um, Reason I so bring that up is But I'm just talking, how many people have 900 total? You know, the young adult occasionally gets some guy, or how many people have 600 total? There's one there. So there's about 40, what's the, What's my number, 42 people? Sounds about right. Plus Brady. Because remember, 42 is always the answer to everything. So, <laughs> so Brady, <laughs> Brady is one of 42 people with a 600, and you're talking some of the 
legends of the game and compound. Oh, yeah. Some up-and-coming compound archers, some of the game's current top compound archers are all sitting at 599. And if you look at Brady's X count, he'd be up in the top 10 of the compounds. Uh, well, no, he's, this he's, morning. he's quite a bit behind. That was before, that was before the second. Yeah, round. he's only at 45. But only 45, that's, you know, 22 and a half average. He's doing just fine. You know, we're basically Here, sitting in a bar right now in Vegas. And when somebody's telling a bar story, <laughs> you're not supposed to correct them. But that's okay because you're actually correct. Well, but I got to make sure everyone knows you're wrong. Okay. Well, that's, that's important. <laughs> that's your role in this podcast. Yeah. Well, we got to, I mean, we, I want to pump up Brady, you know. but, sure, I want but not things, that much. We don't want fake news. Keeping no it fake news here. Hey. Here's here's the real should stat. We make, speaking of fake news, should we make our third in a row Alex Jones reference? If Brady shoots a miss tomorrow, he's still in first. Among the recurves. Yep. Yeah. He's that far ahead. He right can now. afford to shank one. There's a good chance he gets to the end of the day tomorrow and he goes, Okay, I'm done. He shoots two arrows. He does a Butch Johnson. He goes, All right, I'm done. And they're like, Brady, you still have one more arrow to shoot. And he goes, No, you have, you have one, one more arrow, arrow to shoot. shoot. Yes. <laughs> brutal brutal yeah he's crushing souls right now like oh, a, wow. uh let crispin duanis is in second a pair of 295s awesome recurve score right yep absolutely awesome absolutely and uh yeah it puts you at a 590 feta right yeah you know wa score yep and brady's got a 10 point lead on him and you know note note one thing Br uh, crispin was number one crispin's been shooting really great indoor until Brady put the smack down, you know, coming into Neem, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, so this could be good, though. I mean, the bracket has been set, and uh, there's a few good matchups, and we'll see what happens. You know, it'll be interesting. Oh, for the, for the World Series final, for yes. For the World Series final, yeah. Yeah. I have not looked at that. But well, uh, again, you know, it's, it's uh, something we'll, we'll review in detail uh, in a future, future Eastern Target podcast when we all get back from Lost Wages. I just got back from Japan. And uh, they had the indoor in Osaka. Pretty good turnout for that. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you could hear it, but in the background there, you could hear some, uh, some applause. That's because the round just got completed. So that means the next $10,000 Lucky Dog style shoot off will be taking place in yes. approximately 55 minutes from when we're speaking right now. And uh, Brady is going to be in it. We're going to have some fun with that. So you got to give him props for. Oh, major props. Guys, been, ripping, man, ripping. You've been around the show, the the. Yeah, Vegas yeah. has got the best consumer trade show, of any consumer archery trade show. I think it's the best trade show. I don't give a rip. Well, okay, I'm not gonna say. Yeah, let's let's not. We probably are still <laughs> in the, trouble. It's for the our one podcast. I like to see the best because if I go to the ATA show, it's not prime. It's not target archery usually. Yes. Even companies that do target archery, they don't they showcase on, a lot of it. Yeah. Well, they focus on what sells to American right. buyers. So you come here and you see a lot of target archery stuff. You see companies that don't attend the ATA show. So exactly. It's uh, it's some cool stuff. I mean, I, I nothing is new or a surprise to me in this game anymore, but you know, it's cool to see some stuff. I saw a really cool target um, from the Break the Barriers crew. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're like a Yeti and a Goblin that are like 10 feet tall. Yeah. You know, really cool stuff like yeah. that. So just different. There's a number of uh, there's a number of things. There's some uh, bows that have not yet been uh, seen in public uh, from mm -hmm. some smaller manufacturers. There's some cool new uh, gear, which I, I think I might have talked about Shibuya's new site that I saw when I was in Japan um, that's here at the yeah. show. They're showing yeah. it here. Pretty cool. Uh, you know, it's got a tapered extension, and it's got uh, – 
a high degree of vibration suppression, so it's really nice that way. And then you're looking at, uh, you know, just the usual stuff, the veins and the knocks and the strings right. and the string maker stuff. And Nice to run into the BCY crew. We saw those guys, uh, the string guys. Yeah, and they've always got some concoction going, you know, some new material. They're and constantly working on yeah. trying to make things better. They always push trying it. To do they it. push it. Yeah. They're very good at it. Yep. It's a it's a fun I mean, there's a lot of people there's a lot of people who come to Vegas every year and they never shoot. Right. It's just where they come because it's kind of a gathering of target archery. Right. And you know, it's almost a family gathering in that regard. You know, get together with old friends, maybe go out and see a show on the strip, that kind of thing. Did you uh did you see our Facebook post from today? No. On Eastern Target Archery. I didn't see it, but I think I is it the 72-inch stabilizer? No. Oh. There's, a, there's a target archery competitor. I wasn't sure, you know, if you'd be able to name him. Well, let's see. I'm, I'm just pulling it up right now. Pretty nice technique. Oh, yeah? Well, I'm just uh, waiting for the... The, uh, well, the Wi-Fi connection here is hideous, so let me just mm. punch I'm just out on, of that. I'm just on cellular. Yeah, I'm doing the same. Here we go. Boom. There it is. And I, Easton, target, Easton Target Archery on Facebook is where I'm headed. I see uh, comments on some posts that I had made, so that's kind of in my way. Get out of my way. Phil Knoll. Is that what you're talking about? No, type in Easton. Hold on a second here. It's my bad because I think, I, I think I'm on my own yours. page. Yes, you're right. Bear with me. You know, this is just fascinating podcast. Oh, my God. That's Greg. Yeah. Wow. He's got He good. looks good, huh? That is actual form. Greg Easton's technique might got, be some of the best in the world. That is world-class archery technique right there. Look at that boy. Yeah. I'm impressed. Folks, if you don't know what we're talking about, go to the Easton Target Archery Facebook page and look at Greg Easton front and center with actual good form. And and may I just say that... <laughs> it does look awesome. Well, you know who's been coaching him is Jay Bars. Well, yeah, it looks like Jay Bars. Yeah. How cool is that? And then uh, there's Chris Marsh behind him. Chris Marsh from the IOC these days. Right. Right behind him there. And uh, I was talking to Chris Marsh. He's really enjoying working for the IOC. It's uh, a lot of fun for him, you know. It, it, it gives him pause to realize that there's worldwide no more than about 600 people working to put on this multi-billion dollar sporting event. Yeah. A lot of cash going into that. He's, uh, I mean. he's working on seven separate sports that keep giving him more to do. Um, and uh, so, obviously, they like they like what he's doing. By the way, it was Justin Hanna that won the uh, 10K day shoot-off yesterday. Yeah. And uh, Justin's shooting uh, Easton Arrows. Yes, sir. And uh, obviously shooting him well. Did he switch to a small diameter arrow for the inside-out scoring, or did he do it the hard way? Uh, he shot 27-12. Shot he shot ones. an inside-out 27-12. That yeah, is twice. not easy. <laughs> that is not easy. And that's putting it as mildly as I can. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm incredulous. It, it is incredulous. If it didn't make for even worse podcasting, my jaw would simply drop and I'd stop talking. What, uh, I mean, what else have you seen here that's cool or noteworthy? Um, you know, they're selling those compression shirts again. Those seem to keep rearing their heads every once in a while. Have you seen those things? You know the KT tape? Yeah. You know that stuff? Mm -hmm. The kinesiology tape? It's like KT tape compression It's shirts. like a shirt with that stuff built into it. I don't know if I'm buying it. 
I I uh, have not tried one on. Maybe it works great. I don't know. But I once saw an archer put it on, like to try it on. It's not. It's like watching a sausage trying to skin itself. It was it's not, not an ath- this particular person. I don't. I'm not here to shame anyone. It was not an athletic body, and they they completely removed their shirt. Oh God. Yeah, and I had to see it. Oh, I can hardly unsee it, even though I didn't see it, because you just made me picture it. I did not need that. <laughs> I did not need that image, yeah. that mental image. We, let's change the subject because I'm just hurting right now. Well, I'm going to be honest. I don't know what else we have to talk about. Well, there's plenty to talk about. Mm. How about the show food? <laughs> Is there more to talk about later? or What about new stuff at the Easton booth? We. Uh, well, oh, you know, I'll tell you what, though. What's really cool? Yeah, why don't you tell us about it? Look at that it. crowd down there. Oh, they're, they're getting ready all to do the there for Clint. Away. Well, no, they're all there for Clint to test stabilizers. You get your hands there on is stabilizers. That. There is that. Yeah. Uh, all joking aside, that is a great opportunity. Clint is in the booth, in the Easton booth, with a target butt next to it. It's can, a, it's an amazing thing how people. Stabilizers are one of those things they rarely, you almost never get to try them before you buy them. Right. right. You hope maybe that a dealer will stock them. Right, but they never do. They don't. Nope. Um, so you're just kind of buying off of what someone. You know, maybe a recommendation, or maybe yeah. you had a buddy who had one. Yeah. You know, but here in Vegas, yeah. there's a lot of this opportunity, and uh, we specifically want to do stabilizer test drive because we feel like we've got as good or better than anybody. Yeah, I like the stabilizer test drive. Yep. It might it, have even uh, been my idea one time. It may be. It gets a lot of people. It gets a lot of people out trying them. So it does, and people tend to like them, and people tend to buy them if they get to try them. So I'll bet you other people do this. Don't tell day. people that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Keep it secret. Keep uh-huh. it safe. Yeah, it's a secret. Since nobody listens to our podcast, it will stay safe. Actually, I've had a lot of people come up to me, and they're, they're like, hey, I do listen. I do enjoy it. So I'm going to quit bagging on our own podcast. I'm not ba- Well, I, I, I really? I'm the worst offender of bagging on our own podcast. I don't know. I think I bag on it just as much as you do. Well, it's not a competition, but I'm winning. Can you believe David Hauser was making fun of us just now? Of all the people who make fun of us. Yeah. I like that boy. He's a good kid. I, I like him. He recently was married. Yes. I met his wife. She's a lovely person. She's real nice. Yeah. She really is. David's nice. What do they call that? They call it marrying up. Yeah. Yeah. Like you. Doesn't Don't most people marry up? Most well, you men, certainly did. Most men do. You, de- you definitely did. Yeah. So there you go. I mean, you got to be an idiot to marry down. No doubt. As a as a man, no doubt. <laughs> Women, it's just what they have to do. There he comes again. He's they're mocking not, us. They're he's not idiots. Us. Yeah, I'm gonna take out that part about being an idiot. Okay, let's not talk about that. Okay, fair enough. We can drop the subject. Uh, let me just take a moment to give a shout out to Greg Poole and the Bo Junkie Media crew for letting us borrow their gear. These are nice headsets. I like these headsets. We're gonna have to get the specs from his uh, technicians. When I was talking about the hokey stuff, our stuff, we hold microphones in our hand like hokey guys. Well. Someday we'll take the podcast seriously. We could be as big as Joe Rogan. Or Alex Jones. Steve and I completed that portion of the podcast on Saturday before Brady had shot his final 30 arrows to make history. 900 points. This is as special a day as I've ever spent at the Vegas shoot. I'm here with Brady Ellison right now, who just came off the line with a 900 on his scorecard. It's history in the making, and Brady... I can't even imagine what that must feel like. Yeah, it's kind of nuts. You know, I didn't really expect to shoot a 900 this week. 
I had been shooting really good in practice, and I had been shooting 900s and, you know, 1800, you know, and, but doing it here is a little bit different. I came here wanting to shoot one 300, and then I got it done the first day, and then the second day was easier, and I got it done, and then today, the first five ends were easy, and then it honestly became hell, and I don't like the feeling of those last five ends. Like, it was hard. It was nerve-wracking. I felt like I had to poop. Like, it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> well, you mean you're human. <laughs> it was awful. And, you know, it was, just, it was just, you know, get the pin in the middle and make it fire, and, and luckily everything hit. You know, in a lot of ways, though, it's that constant forging under fire that makes you pressure proof as things get more and more important you know for other stuff you want to get done yeah definitely i mean really those i've been i've felt that pressure for an arrow or two before but that was the first time that i shot 15 arrows where every one of them i was like you know i mean it was awful like i i don't know how the compound guys do it when they're having to shoot the 900 and those last five ends for me when yeah, it meant a ton, you know. It, it's a great accomplishment. It's probably the best thing I've done in archery. Oh, I, do you really think it was better than winning the world championship? Seriously? Yeah, I do. This is the first time a recur's ever been perfect. It, it has no one shot a 600, you know, and then to do 900 over three days, yeah. you know, it's it's the first time I've been perfect on the field. And I, and I do think that that's bigger than my world championships where you can be on for one day. Um, you know, and that's just my opinion. You know, the, the fact that you'd be right in the middle of the pack in the men's, or excuse me, in the open compound category, you know, the guys that are shooting for $54,000, what a huge thing. Yeah, and, you know, a lot of people are like, yeah, oh, they should let you in, they should let you in. I'm like, no, they shouldn't. I don't want to be down there. I'm happy doing it with what I did, and I, I don't have to go down there and shoot with those guys. I already had enough pressure today. I will point out, though, that you did get to play in the 10K-a-day shoot-off both days yeah. because you shot a 300 both of those days. Yeah. So you got to shoot against 70-something compounds. What was that like? You know, that was fun, and I feel like that there actually wasn't a whole lot of pressure in that. Because you obviously you need an X and then you need to be inside out and even listen to the compound guys like even the inside out is kind of a lucky thing you know it has to be absolute perfect so it was fun to be the only recurver down there and just to go do it and have fun and I didn't even shoot next in it so what's next for Brady Ellison as you start getting ready looking at outdoor season maybe uh, yeah tomorrow uh, drive home tomorrow afternoon I'll I'll take the 25s off of this bow and put X10s on it and get it tuned and then we have the international camp the next 10 days and then uh, start getting ready for japan yeah i heard from coach lee that you have a bunch of countries coming to the camp this year as everybody's gearing up for the tokyo olympic games and of course tokyo is gearing up hard this is uh crunch time i guess yeah i think i think we have 12 or 14 countries coming in it'll be good i think we'll actually have 100 or more people there so it'll be a good actual international camp we'll have a tournament at the end of it and I think it'll be good for us all to share information and kind of start bridging that gap to make archery better, just not every country better. And so try to, I, I think it'll be good, and I think it'll be kind of the first kickstart to the outdoor season. The American trials process is well along, but there's still an event or two remaining on the calendar? Yeah, we have two more events. We're halfway through. Uh, one is going to be right after Arizona Cup in April, and then I believe we select the team after Gator Cup in May. And then after that, hopefully you have an actual team slot available from the Berlin World Cup. Yeah, Berlin's going to be our most important shoot this year. 
it's the one that we're all gearing towards, and we have to be top three in that. Uh, and you're able to contribute to that, even though you won a slot for the uh, United States as an individual, you can contribute to the team slot, right? Uh, yeah, so when it comes to teams, I can shoot, and then we won't be in the individual competition. Right, because you've already got a slot. Plus, Casey already earned a slot for the United exactly. States, so the women's situation is very similar. Yep, it's similar. We, just, we, we can only go and get it in the teams now. Berlin will probably be one of the most attended World Cups ever. What's your strategy to get ready for it? Uh, practice, practice, practice. As a team? As a team. Uh, we're going to do our best. You know, it doesn't matter where our team comes from. If it's three guys from the training center, then, you know, we'll shoot teams every day. If not, then we'll make it work. We'll do what we have to. I'll use my own miles to fly in our teammates uh, to train together as much as we can. Brady Ellison, I cannot congratulate you enough on this momentous achievement. A 900 at Vegas, as you pointed out, never been done before. Nobody's ever done more than a single 300. I think it was Magnus Peterson in the day. But to do three of them, to be able to sleep overnight, get up the next day and do it again, unbelievable. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you guys. I appreciate it. And so the record-breaking 2020 Vegas shoot comes to a close. I'm George Tekmachov. We'll catch you next time on the Easton Target Archery Podcast.